This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning on this Memorial Day. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can reach me on Twitter, Dominic TV, Dominic TV. Folks, you may say I've lost it, but I haven't. I really believe this time is different. They being Washington can reach a bipartisan deal, something. I don't know what it may be, but as it relates to guns, I really believe lawmakers on both sides of the aisle are going to get something done. Now, of course, a deadlock could be ahead, as we've seen in the past, but with these two back-to-back incidents, something uh, has to give here. And so Chris Murphy of Connecticut has been conducting bipartisan talks on the issues and says he hopes that something uh, can get done. That's one of the issues we will discuss this morning as President Biden was in Texas. The second one is we are all on edge. We are all on edge. A loud noise sparked a panic. At the Barclays Center, 10 people suffered minor injuries as they all rushed to escape what they feared was an active shooter early Sunday. Tennis star Naomi Osaka was at the Barclays Center and described a scene to her more than 1 million followers on Twitter. She said, I was just in the Barclays Center, and suddenly I heard shouting and people running. Then we were being yelled at, at that there was an active shooter, and we had to huddle in a room and close the doors. I was so blank, blank, petrified, man. That's tennis superstar Naomi Osaka. Kendra's Law. Kendra's law, effective since November of uh, 99, it's got to be put into use. We've got to use something to stop what is going on. And I'm going to set this up in just one second. Of course, we are taking your telephone calls this morning, 1-800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222 on this Memorial Day. So the video 
is all over Twitter. It's all over Twitter. Posted on Wednesday. And it it shows a person, I believe it's a man, who appears to be mentally unwell. Screaming obscenities before sitting down. When this individual, again, I believe it's a man, when this individual sits down on the train, everyone scatters. They were on a J train. But one woman was not so lucky. She attempted to get up. The individual sat right next to her. And almost like an adult guiding a child, but in a more forceful way, this individual quickly put his arm out and grabbed the back of her hair where she couldn't go anywhere. Everybody around this scenario scattered. No one came to her aid. Horrible situation on the J train. I'm going to tell you about another incident in just one second in which a man was randomly stabbed in broad daylight. A man got off a bicycle with his face covered with a mask and apparently was unprovoked. And he starts swinging the knife at a 29-year-old stranger. So just imagine you're walking up the block. Somebody runs up on you with a large knife, and they just start swinging. Let's go to your telephone calls. Let's begin with Peter on Staten Island. Good morning, Peter, and welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, uh, first of all, a salute to the vets who fought for our country to be Absolutely. free, that we can even talk on this radio show. Absolutely. That's how important it is. Yes. Now, years ago, there was a guy that used to terrorize uh, Upper West Side. I think his name was Larry Davis or something to that. And he was known for going to the subway cars and uh, going at people, hitting them and doing things. So I was going out to Coney Island. My daughter, she was about 12 at the time. So we were in the car, and he came through, and he was terror. It was terror and mayhem. Everybody was frightened. We were all running to the back of the car, and then finally it got to the point where uh, I had to act. I'm a martial arts expert, and I try not to, you know, get involved. My, my hands are registered, but uh, in this case, there was no other chance. So I had some people on the train. I says, "Take care of my daughter." And I went at him, and I gave him a terrible, terrible beating. You know, I didn't want to have to do it, but he was coming to hurt us. Now, people are afraid to act. I was even afraid to act because it seems like the deck, even at that time, which was must have been my daughter's 31, so we're talking over 20 years ago. No matter what you did, you were wrong. You know, it was, you know, every person had mental illness, you know, and everything. And uh, years later, he was killed on the subway. I don't know what happened. He fell between the cars or something, and that was it. To me, this was going on for years. It didn't didn't just happen now. Okay, fair enough. Peter, uh, you're a martial arts uh, person, but on on this subway, on this uh, train, on this J train, the woman whispers, and you can tell she's petrified. 
and she says, please help me. She's saying it to the people that scattered. And I mean, the person, again, I believe it's a man, but this person was absolutely out of his mind. He was and, pulling a hair. I saw right, it on the video. Right. And so, and so, you know, they they say never never say what you would do until you're in that situation. But there's just no right. way that I could stand there and just leave her dealing with this person. And and it's a given you can get involved and get stabbed to death. What would you have done, Peter? That's right. Well, I you know, uh, my wife and my uh, mother-in-law who died. That's what they used to always say to me. You know, could have had a gun or they could have had a knife. But the thing is. Uh, <laughs> I, I to to walk in the, in the shadow of a, a lamb, then like a lion, like I walk every day of my life. I live in a neighborhood in Staten Island that's a rough neighborhood, or from Jersey Street. I get along with everybody because I have I show love and compassion. I'm not a person that could ever be called prejudiced because my whole family is the League of Nations. We have everybody in our family. We have every. <laughs> You know, so I mean, I can't ever be called a hater because all my relatives are from every persuasion and we all get along great. So I show respect when I look at people. I show them the same respect that I want. Well, I get it. Well, Peter, I I thank you for the call and I hope that you have a uh, great Memorial Day. Let's go to uh, Michael in Cliffside Park. Uh, New Jersey. Uh, good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, the city is gone. It's finished. This moron, this idiot that we have for a mayor couldn't care less. The only thing on his mind is in 2024, I'm going to be president. Now, here's the thing. All normal, normal white people and black people get out of the city. The ones that can't get out of the city, that can't afford it, get yourself a gun. Like the man said when he stood before the judge and the judge said to him, you were caught with a gun. Didn't you know what would happen? And the man said to the judge, I knew exactly what would happen if I didn't have the gun to protect myself. And I also knew what would happen if I did have the gun to protect myself. And I'd rather have the gun to protect myself and face you than to face that mugger without a gun. So that's the answer. Everybody arm yourselves because the city is not going to get better. The normal people like me, like you are not moving back. I know I'm not moving back to the city. I came from the city. I'm not moving back. How about you? Are you moving back? Are you going to move back to the city? I I almost don't want to answer that question, Michael. You're not. You're not going to. Normal people, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, are leaving. I just pity the people who can't. Well, if you can't afford to leave, get a gun. And if you have to use it, don't stick around like that knucklehead Bernie gets. Leave. Disappear. Believe me, they're not going to knock themselves out looking for you because they know that you shot a hoodlum, a thug, a low-life cockroach, and there's one less lunatic to hurt innocent people. Well, Michael, Michael, I I, I hear you, um, but obviously... Um, I would not advise any of our listeners to uh, arm themselves, and certainly not if you don't have the legal right to carry a firearm. Michael just referenced or Bernard Getz, someone that I know very, very well. And Bernard Getz uh, suffered a lot internally for what he went through. 
to some, he looks like a hero, but to the Bernard Getz that I got to know on a personal level, his life changed forever. So just please keep that in mind, folks. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. President Biden in Texas today uh, meeting with the families and um, uh, mourning with the people of Texas and faced with chance of do something as he departed a church service by protesters, the chance of do something, Biden pledged, we will. Listen carefully. He did say we will. Biden wiped away a tear as he and his wife, Jill, spent several uh, minutes walking alongside the uh, makeshift memorial outside the school, dropping off a bouquet of flowers and stopping to touch the oversized pictures of the 21 victims, 19 fourth graders and two teachers, I'll get to the law enforcement response in, in just a bit. But I just feel I have nothing concrete to to base this on. But I really do feel that following Buffalo, 10 slain African-Americans, mostly senior citizens, following Texas, 19 fourth graders, two teachers, and one of the teachers' husbands that had a heart attack, I really feel that lawmakers on both sides, and here is how I define victory. Whatever they may come to, it's as long as it's progress, it's good for the American people, whether that be a red flag law, whether that be a universal background check, that may be too far for each side to agree on. But given the circumstances, who knows what can happen? The shooters in each instance, 18 years old and carried AR-15 style military assault weapons. Also uh, reports that the uh, suspect in Texas told the teacher, good night, good night, before gunning her down, according to a student survivor of what happened. And in New York, a number of people injured this past weekend. You had the scare at the Barclays Center. Folks thought that it was an active shooter. Everyone went scrambling, including a worldwide tennis star. Then on the subway, I don't know if the individual had on a halter top. That's what it looked like, a white halter top. And just started, and everybody scattered. And the woman, he sat right next to a woman. She tried to get up. He pulled her back down. I don't know if she had a ponytail, but but he, he pulled her back down. And she was sitting there and because she had no choice. And she whispered, please help me. No one did anything. Finally, he it looks like he told her to get up. And then he used some profanities. And she was able to walk away. And then the individual stood on or stood on the seat or, or was next to the seat and started uh, to try and kick the 
window to try and break the subway window. That was one incident. Then we have another one where a man was stabbed in broad daylight. And this is not just a, a regular type case. I don't even know. I don't even know how how to actually categorize this, except for how the NYPD informed us. Man walking up the street. This happened um, uh, on the sidewalk near a subway entrance at the East 63rd and 3rd Avenue uh, Q and F train stations. Right, and uh, a 29 year old male was walking when he was slashed multiple times in the back and arm by an unknown individual. That's according to the NYPD. Let's go right back to your telephone calls. Let's go to Abari in Staten Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How you doing? Good morning. I'm well. Go right ahead. You know, Dominic, I've noticed, you know, it's it's, it's getting crazy out here. And I've noticed uh, when I'm seeing people... It, there's loud cars driving by. People are getting very jumpy. They're looking back. They're looking around. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. more, more aware of their surroundings. And uh, and I always tell my family and friends, I always advise them to keep to keep pepper spray because, you know, m- most of the chance is that nobody's going to help you. you got to help yourself. And at least, you know, not everybody can carry guns, but at least you carry pepper spray. It might not work, but there's a better chance than at least nobody's, you know, without having it at least you you know you can get away or or buy some time for you to get help you know um i i just want to um piggyback on what you just said when when one of the trips when i was in uh israel you know you talk about profiling and so on and, and you know possible racial profiling and when i went uh giuliani was the mayor and there were bombings on the number 18 bus. I believe it was the 18 bus. And I was never so scared in my life because, of course, the mayor was going to ride the bus. That's Giuliani's character. And so we're on this number 18 bus. And first, I had never seen a 16-year-old soldier with a semi-automatic weapon standing at the entrance to to the uh, bus stop. And so then we're on the bus, and I'm looking at everybody on their bus and i'm like oh my god does this lady is she carrying a bomb does this man have a bomb i'm looking at every person on the bus old or young and i thought that i would never have that feeling abari in 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 america and i thank you for the call but it happened this weekend it happened this weekend i went into my local uh supermarket right a shop right and I'm looking for stuff to grill and, you know, I'm relaxing with the family and I'm walking through the aisles and I'm like, okay, does this person look strange? If something goes down right now, which way are you going? How are you going to handle this? And I'm, I'm thinking this to myself as I'm walking through a supermarket because none of us know what may be next. And if you look at the video from the Barclays Center, that is exactly what happened. Folks thought the noise that they heard was an active shooter or or they thought they heard active shooter. And everyone goes scrambling, completely scrambling. 
Let's go to Peter in Manhattan. Good morning, Peter. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. You know, uh, that man that called earlier about uh, everybody should get a gun, I totally agree. I think the Supreme Court is going to allow us to have uh, carry permits. And if I were on that J train with a gun and I saw that vagrant, whatever he he wouldn't have testicles anymore. Right, but so but, but then you would, we should all get guns. But then you would be in jail. I would disappear, unlike Bernie Getz, mm. if I had a legal gun. Mm. Okay, well, Peter, um, I I hear you on your uh, sentiment. Things are things are tough. Um, I I don't I just don't believe that more guns are the answer. And certainly, if there are going to be weapons. They should be legal weapons. We will have many more of your telephone calls in just a moment. Dominic Carter here with you on Talk Radio 77 WABC. We will be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back with you on this Memorial Day. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77 WABC. A number of topics we are dealing with. uh, But again, uh, a bit of a rough weekend uh, here in New York City. Uh, The Barclays Center, folks thought there was an active shooter and uh, everyone went scrambling it was uh kind of rough and also tennis star Naomi Osaka was there and uh she claims that she was told it was an active shooter then we have uh president Biden in in Texas uh grieving with the uh families and a video posted on Twitter uh what I've been talking about it shows a person who appears to be very unwell mentally, screaming obscenities before sitting down and then grabbing the back of the hair of a woman that's right next to him. Everyone else went scrambling, but she couldn't get up fast enough. And it's almost like the guy, I think it's a guy, had eyes on the side of his head because he was looking forward. And as soon as the woman next to him tried to get up, He reached out without batting the eye and grabbed the back of her hair and would not let go. Everyone went scrambling on the J train. She said, please help me. No one came to her defense. Finally, after about a minute, maybe it was 30 seconds, I'm sure it seemed like 30 hours to the woman, not knowing what was going to happen to her next, The deranged man stood up, and she had to stand up because he had the back of her hair. 
and he yelled some obscenity, and then he said, get the out of here. And then he went to trying to kick out the window on the on the uh, on the subway. Let's go back to the telephones. Let's go to Neil in Staten Island. Good morning, Neil. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Let me say a couple of things. The first one is, uh, it's a terrible thing what happened in Texas and the president went down there. But three people got murdered in Brooklyn last night. I right. didn't hear one person say anything about it. I didn't hear Schumer say anything about it. He's screaming at the podium about Republicans. Uh, well, where was he? Not, not, not a word. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, you should be afraid when you go to the supermarket because for the simple reason that figure out the guy that was uh, that, that shot the guy on the train, uh, point blank, he was going to a, a, a brunch. This guy was waiting for two years to be sentenced on a previous gun charge. Correct. Now, you figure all the thousands and thousands and thousands of desk appearance tickets that these criminals have been given, they're back out on the streets. They haven't got anywhere near a court. These people will never see a judge. And these criminals are just walking around. You've got to be afraid, Dominic. I don't know what the answer is, but you've got to be afraid. Hmm. I, I was almost embarrassed, the the fact, because I, I view myself as street savvy, you know, from the hood. And, you know, I live in a complete residential community. And and I'm worried. I'm like, if something goes down, which way are you going? Is this, is this person walking in front of you? Is this person uh, mentally stable, you know, with a shopping cart? You know, you know, Neil, it's just not a good feeling. And I never thought that I would. I, 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 I thought it was okay when I was in Israel and had that feeling, but not here in New York. But apparently, you know, given the um, the times that we live in, it's a reality. It is a reality. I would. What I would suggest is carry a box cutter. God forbid you have to use it, but at least you have a fighting chance. Mm. Well, Neil, I, I thank you. I thank you for the call. I, I tend to look at things like. If it's my time, it's my time. Um, that's just the way that I look at it. I, I'm not going to, you know, carry anything or or anything like that. Let me just, I'm going to go to Stan and Forest Hills in one second. But before I do so, let me go back to uh, the president in Texas. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott, uh, when he was at the uh, Robb Elementary School, the response uh, was not so well. He was booed as folks want him to do something, anything, as it relates to gun control. The reaction for Governor... uh, Abbott of Texas. I think something's going to get done this time. Let's 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 see what happens. But I refer to the mentally ill man on the J train that grabbed the woman's uh, hair. We were able to put together a little bit of sound from that. I want you to listen to the deranged man, what it sounded like as he was holding the woman's hair from the back of her head and she could not get up. Shut the f- up. No, you don't have 
that was her reality. And we, we have a rule in my household. If you have to come to the city of New York, I don't care if it costs triple the parking fee. We drive. Do not take the subway. I have not been on the subway in, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Because I value my life, and I don't want to take a chance with my life. Anyway, let's go to Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan, on this Memorial Day. What's on your mind? Well, I celebrated my birthday on the 29th. Happy so birthday. Thank you, buddy. Thank Happy you. birthday. Yeah. Well, considering what's going on, it wasn't a great birthday. <laughs> you know, got a piece of cake, and I had a nice piece of cake, and uh, <laughs> and, a, and a candle. But anyway, uh, look, uh, you talked about legislation. There's already legislation that has been passed by Congress, by the House, about uh, uh, I think you mentioned, uh, you know, notifying people about uh, that. It's right, been right, passed, right? Hey, you know what, Stan? I'm, I am glad you. I'm going to let you finish. I am glad yeah. you just brought that up. I mean, because, it's there. It's because there. passing legislation without the action to back it up, without teeth, is just a waste of time. And the perfect example is what happened up in Buffalo. We have a red flag law, but it didn't work in the case of this shooter. Anyway, go ahead, Stan. Well, it's uh, there's an old saying, but I can't use the word uh, S-H-I, you know what, mm-hmm. off the pot. Get mm-hmm. off the pot, as they say. Uh, it's there. It's in-house. I mean, it's passed by the Democrats. The Repub- this is all on the Republicans now. It, that, they're, they're being called out. It's the card game. Show your card. What are you going to do? They passed the legislation. If you want to modify it, modify it. But there's legislation. Get it to the Senate. And as you say, do something. Do something about universal checks. It's been passed. If you want to modify it, just put it through the Senate and talk about it, and it's, and it's there. We don't have to waste time. But the Republicans will chip it away or this or that. Okay, let's see what they come up with. But there is something there. Secondly, uh, this idea that we should pack our bags and run away from New York, that ain't going to happen for me. I mean, you know, you want to be, be a coward. and you want, uh, you, If you run once, you run all the time. So the people that say that, they run all the time. Hey, know? Stan, Stan. I don't let me, go for let, that let, sort let, of crap. You know, I used to see it your way, but, but I'm changing. Let so me, you live let, in Rockland. You've right, got no right, problem. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why should I pay double residential tax than if I lived in Saddle River? And for that matter, why should I pay a state tax at all? When I can go retire in Florida or somewhere else and, and don't have to pay a state tax. Well, uh, as far as I, I'm never going to Florida because I don't need that place. But if you want to move to Saddle River, go ahead. If you want to leave New Jersey, go ahead. If you've got the financial funds to do it, go ahead. But running away is not going to solve the problem. Okay? Once you run, you keep running. If it isn't here, if it starts happening in Saddle River, or some, where are you going to go, Dominic? Huh? Where are you running to? You ain't running nothing. Because once you run, you keep running. Okay, I'm not saying I understand the thinking, because but but that that stupidity. Uh, you go here. Where well, you going to go? In another state? Then you keep going to another state. It's happening all over the country. You can't run anymore. You either stand and fight, do legislation, or do something. Okay, running ain't going to help nothing. I understand what you got a family, you got people to protect. Go to Saddle River. Let them run to New Jersey like that idiot Mike said. 
and so forth. But when it starts happening all over, and in Hindu, where are you going next, Daddy? To the moon? Going to leave the country? Come on. The point is this. We have to do something. There's no doubt. By the way, there was an incident, and maybe I'm wrong, in Oklahoma today. Some people were shot. Did, did you cover that? I, I, I heard saw it on the net. I, I, I Am I wrong? Am I, I wrong? I, you know, Stan, to be honest with you, I don't know the answer to that. I was busy, to be okay. frank with you, I I heard. cutting the lawn, cleaning a pool, and getting ready for tomorrow. So that was my day. I come up and swim. I want to come hey, up and hey, swim. Hey, Stan, Stan, you are invited, but you know I'm going to receive 15 emails of why I invited you, of all people, to my house. Hey, that's okay. I'm just kidding. But when it starts getting 90 degrees, I'm jumping in your pool. You can be the hey, lifeguard. Tomorrow, tomorrow is supposed to be 88. But hey, Stan, I got to go on this note. Okay. But next time you call me daddy, keep it between me and you. <laughs> thank you. You know thank I don't you. mean it. You know I, know, I don't mean it. I know, Stan. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, thank you. Thank you. Have a great Memorial Day. Let's go to our friend Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. So good to hear you. Um, Same to hear you. Thank you. Thank you, dear. And I'll try and uh, be concise, but I have a few bullet points. First of all, um, I would like to um, just just offer my gratitude um, to the families of the fallen um, who who died in service to this great nation, and um, just say I will be um, praying for them, and uh, just I could never thank those people enough who who gave all so that I can have what I have and um, live my life, and I am most grateful. So that I wanted to. We say. all are. We all yeah. are. Yep. So on this Memorial Day, I think it's important that we all remember it's not just about, you know, barbecuing and stuff. It's nice that we can do it, but we can only do it because, um, you know, those who gave everything. So thank you for that. Um, and uh, happy birthday to Stan. Um, I do wish he, he wouldn't resort to name calling other callers because it kind of diminishes his argument. Um, he's he's bright, but I, I, I wish he wouldn't call other people names. It's just sort of, I don't know. But in any event, um, he was saying this is all on the Republicans and so forth, which I know he he has great disdain for Republicans. But I wonder if Stan knows that Ted Cruz had a school security bill um, that was not allowed to be brought up for a vote because the Democrats filibustered. And that would have put all these things into motion that would not have allowed this to happen. Um, So I don't know if not anyone's talked about that. Um, Ted Cruz was furious uh, about the fact that that wasn't even brought up for a vote. Um, So that's one thing. Um, The other thing is um, I think it's very appropriate that we're all outraged and heartsick about what happened in Texas um, to those precious children and to those teachers. Um, I think sometimes it is very disappointing to me how we have selective outrage in the country I was looking today, as of May of last year, in the first five months of last year in the city of Chicago, there were 108 children shot in the first five months of last year, 16 of whom died. And somehow that's acceptable. And how many of those guns do you think were legal? I would venture to say the majority were not. Jennifer, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I have to step in because I, I sure. have to move on, Jennifer. But I, I thank you for the call as always. And what I what I really loved about your call this morning in particular, Jennifer, 
oftentimes people will say point A, point B, and then go, but, and then really get to their point. Jennifer didn't do that. And she's right about this selective, uh, selective, um, emotional, you know, in Chicago, I guess the, the kids there, you know, but, but they, they, they drop like flies. Jennifer is correct. She is correct in her assessment. Dominic Carter here with you on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at 1 a.m. in for Frank Morano this morning, Curtis Sliwa will be back. Let's go to our friend David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Well, I'd like to once again, Jennifer, selective outrage, totally the issue. But now here's what makes me nuts. Why would people boo the Texas governor? What did he do? First of all, the guy bought the gun legally. Oh, we need background check. Well, he passed the background check. We need to make the schools more safe. Well, the teacher left the door open. Oh, the police. He just got done with uh, active shooter training, and he made all the wrong decisions. So I'm just here to tell everybody, no matter what you do, this is always going to continue to happen when somebody is committed to do it. So uh, that's something to keep in mind. Now, do I think that we should raise the age and not let people ban those AR-15s altogether? The right to bear arms can mean you get a pistol. It doesn't mean you get the, the AR-15. Raise the age to 25. Do things. But it's always going to continue to happen. So then it will happen next time, and people will say, oh, you didn't do enough. Listen, there's no Superman flying around that sees things and intervenes like in a superhero movie. We don't live in a perfect world. We live in a violent society with the violent culture. And I just want everybody to know this is the times we live in, and it's not going to stop. So please don't get your panties too much in a wad. You're making me nuts. Okay, David. (laughs) Well, um... Um, I'm going to let the last part of what you said speak for itself, uh, David. Thank you for the call. I, I hear you, David, and and I share your frustration. But I just feel that, and I, I know you're saying that if someone's on a mission to do something, they're going to do it. All I'm saying is let's try to make it a little harder for them. You said, David, uh, I think you were being sarcastic, raise, raise the age limit to 25. We all know that's unrealistic. But 21, I, I, I don't see that as being that much of a stretch. It's something that should be done. It's something that's done uh, right now in a number of states. Let's go, before I take a commercial break, let's go to Vincent in Myrtle Beach. Oh, what a beautiful place. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Good morning, Vincent. What's on your hey, mind? Dominic, this is paradise, baby. It, it is. Myrtle it Be- is. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Listen, Dom, I love your show, and uh, here's a story. Now, you're talking about you can't carry everybody. Listen, down here in South Carolina, I go into a supermarket with my clock. Everybody, there's got to be 30, 40 people in that supermarket at any given time that's carrying a gun. Nobody shoots anybody. Now, that's that. Now, on a train and a bus, okay, you can't carry a gun in New York, but you can carry a can of insect spray that kills wasps. This insect spray can shoot 8 to 10 feet. It's, it's a very solid spray. I suggest people arm themselves with insect spray. 
Now, with that said, one other thing, Dominic. Take the $50 billion we're sending to the Ukraine every month and secure every door in the school, every door, every school in this country. Put the money into this country, okay? Defend our borders, Dominic. We got This is what we got to do. Worry about our borders and our children and our schools. And that's what I got to say. And happy Memorial Day to everybody out there, Dom. What do you got? What do you got for me? Hey, Vincent, I I love uh, Myrtle Beach, and um, you know, the only thing I differ is that I feel that the U.S. must uh, continue to help Ukraine. But I hear you, and it it, it tags on to the America First um, slogan, if you will. And a lot of people feel that way. Of uh, in terms of America first. So, Vincent, I thank you for the call and best wishes for a, uh, a great Memorial Day to you and your family. It is now time for a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls. And I'll tell you what happened this morning on the Cats Roundtable. Must listen to radio. Former Police Commissioner Bill Bratton assessing how the police handled the situation in Texas. WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Back to the situation in Texas and the police response. On the Cats Roundtable today, must listen to radio as it is every Sunday. I want you to listen to this clip of ex-NYPD Commissioner Bill Bratton. He says it's mind-boggling how poorly police responded to the Texas massacre. This has been one of the most problematic weeks I've ever experienced in American policing in my 50 years. It's uh, the misinformation that's been put out by government officials in Texas is mind-boggling. And it continues even today. Uh, and it's extraordinarily frustrating. I have great pride in my profession, my former profession, policing. But that pride was diminished somewhat this week with the mishandling uh, by uh, Texas authorities of the, one of the most important parts of dealing with the crises is accurate information, preliminary information, certainly subject to change. But there's been so much misinformation that was put out as factual that the erosion of public trust, certainly in Texas and its police forces, uh, I've, I've never seen anything like it in all my years in policing. And it's as a somebody who's proud of that profession, uh, I, I, I have so much anger at the moment about this, how mishandled it's been, uh, let alone uh, compounding the grief of those families that lost those young children to uh, uh, be hearing that some of those lives might have been saved. Uh, but a long decision was made by a uh, apparently a police chief of a six-person police force that was put in charge of the response to this horrendous incident. No, uh, uh, mind-boggling, frustrating, and uh, I think it's going to continue to be frustrating. Former police commissioner, NYPD, and of Boston, Bill Bratton, appearing on the Cats Roundtable this morning with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. Let's go back to the telephone calls coming up at 1 a.m. this morning. Curtis Slewa in for Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Let's go to Lou on Long Island. Good morning, Lou. What's on your mind? 
Yes, good morning, Dominic. Um, I used to travel pre-pandemic to Manhattan, you know, a couple of times a month, uh, shows, restaurants, and I never once went on the railroad to Penn Station without a 22 pocket automatic. Never. Illegal? Yes. Rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. Mm. Well, you know, Lou, I, I, I understand what you're saying, but it, it's also frightening to me because you could quickly find yourself in a situation, as you just alluded to, where you are criminally charged. I, As I said, I would rather face that than be underground. And you were prepared to use this 22? If need be. It never happened. But uh, you have to assess the situation, how dire it might be at that point. You know, it's not like um, I don't know the weapon. You know, I've tr- you know, I'm, I'm not a professionally trained uh, mm-hmm. marksman or anything like that. But I have the basic. I have a good knowledge of what I am doing, and it would all, it would be the last resort, the absolute last resort. Wow. Well, Lou, um, I'm sorry that that you felt the need to uh, to do so. Please tell me you you're not doing that anymore, Lou. Uh, no, I haven't been in Manhattan in quite a long okay. time. Okay, all right. See, but, my... you know, I, I'm not a vigilante, Dominic. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not out there looking to, uh, you know, uh, entice someone to uh, try and rob me, you know, and, and, and exact revenge. Not at all. It's just for personal protection. That's all. Okay. Fair enough, Lou. I thank you for the call from Long Island. Let's go to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Jacqueline. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. A couple of points that I'd like to make. Uh, first of all, your caller, Vincent, mentioning the 10-foot wasp spray stole my idea because I've been doing that for quite some time. Um, the other two things I want to share with you. Um, one, there is a representative in the state of Colorado. His name is Patrick Neville. He is one of the uh, survivors of the Columbine incident, Uh, and he believes that the Second Amendment can actually deter these types of attacks on soft targets. It doesn't matter if it's a school, a grocery store, what have you. If people at those locations are trained and armed, they can immediately stop a threat and an attack. The other thing, I want to give you an example of something that happened a couple days ago. In West Virginia, there was a birthday party. And a man, I guess he was upset for some reason about an incident that had occurred. He returned to the location with an AR-15, and he started shooting. There happened to be a woman attending that birthday party, and she had a pistol. She took out her pistol, and she shot and killed that attacker with that AR-15. No one other than that individual with the AR-15 was killed. And as far as a couple of other things are concerned, like your other callers had brought up, if someone has intentions of doing something nefarious, we all remember what happened at the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building. There were no firearms involved. So, and there were quite a lot of people that were injured and killed. Jacqueline, I I hear you on the the situation where the woman um, fatally shot the man. 
But what happens, so so for argument's sake, let's say that was a good conclusion, or at least it's one where uh, no no other people were injured or innocent people. But what happens when someone with good intention, a good Samaritan, ends up shooting three or four people by accident? Then what? Most people that are licensed, like in West Virginia, they have open and concealed carry. Most people that have a firearm are very well trained. They, I mean, anything can happen, but is it better that that one individual was able to take out that attacker rather than more people uh, getting injured or killed at that particular party? Now, as far as the incident that occurred on the train, if people would simply band together, don't forget, the terrorist attacks on September 11th, those people in Pennsylvania bandied together and made sure that that plane wound up in a field and didn't do any additional damage. If, if there's a situation like the one that occurred on the, on the uh, J train, I think you said it was, people could band together and take that guy down. They could beat the pulp out of him until they make chopped meat out of him. That's what people have to do. Strength in numbers. Well, I can't deny that uh, strength in numbers, but this deranged man could have pulled out a knife, could have pulled out a gun. But but I hear you, Jacqueline. I hear you. I hear you. And I uh, thank you for the call. Let's go to John in Freehold, New Jersey. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I just had two quick points. One, um, I don't believe uh, up here in New York people should have a, a conceal and carry permits because I guarantee you there would be hundreds, if not thousands, of incidents of people who thought that somebody was doing something and they took out their gun and took a life when they shouldn't have, when they shouldn't have had to. Um, not everybody should be able to make a decision whether to take somebody's life or not. And number two, I, I agree with you on that, John. Go ahead. Yes. And then number two, I, I'm just saying it. There, there's no law you can make right now that would prevent any of this. Um, I, you know, I, but as of right now, I could just walk into Newark and uh, I could go buy whatever I want, an AR, uh, a Glock 48, whatever I want, I could go buy it. If somebody wants a gun, there's always a way to go get it. Wait, no, wait, no wait, 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 John, John, you're telling me you could go into Newark right now, New Jersey's largest city, and buy an AR-15? Absolutely. Legally? I'm not gonna, no, no, I'm talking illegally. Oh, okay. I'm off the street. Oh, boy. You know, if somebody wants a gun, there's always a place to go and buy one if it's, uh, you know, illegally. Mm-hmm. So, it's you know, no, there's no law that they could pass that's going to prevent any of this. It's all smoke screens, you know. It's, uh, it's not going to change anything. Well, I, I thank you for the call, John. Let's go to Jeff in Man- Manorville, uh, New York. Good morning, Jeff. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. How are you today? Good. Go right ahead, please. Listen, uh, I have a I have a solution to the with the schools. What they should do is hire all ex Green Berets, Navy SEALs, and have them in every free school in the United States of America. You know, I, you know, Jeff, I don't know how feasible that is to carry it out, but I will, I will give you this much. I do believe, I do believe that these, uh, 
deranged individuals will think twice if they know they're going up against a Navy SEAL or an Army Ranger. So, I mean, I, I don't know how something like that could be actually put together and carried out. But I do I do uh, concede to you, Jeff, that I think that um, these shooters would think twice knowing that they're going up against the best trained in the entire world. Let's go to Peter. Peter in Queens, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. I have two points. The first point is uh, one thing I'm very angry about. I'm a senior, and, I, and I've and worked a uh, long time traveling the trains because uh, I worked at, uh, the night shift. I worked at 161st Street in the Bronx for a long time, back and forth to West 4th Street on the train. And I've never had an incident. But the problem is what this everyone is talking about. There's two in, there's two points. Number one, everybody's you know in your profession, everybody's going to talk about this for the next week and a half. The, the the small children will be put in the ground and it's forgotten about again. The same thing always happens. Somebody should make a small little law, and I my little law would be in elementary schools to lock every door. After the children are inside, it's a small little law. But would you imagine if that shooter in Texas ran to that school and all the doors were locked? What would have happened? What you think would have happened? They would have killed him, and none of those children would still be alive. I mean, none of those children, you know, would be hurt. It's a simple little law. That's really enforceable. Elementary schools should be locked down, and it's a law. And then how long does it take? You think the Republicans are going to go against it? You think the Democrat? I heard the, the Democrat, the, that stupid idiot, saying, oh, we, we can't have our schools like prisons. It's not a prison. It's a safe. And the most precious thing in that safe are our children. And to anybody to say, oh, we can't have our schools as uh, as prisons is stupid. That's Schumer, whatever the hell he is. Mm-hmm. And that's that's my story, because it's a simple little law. Why not do something before they're put in the ground and forgotten about? Well, you, you gave me a lot to chew on there, Peter, because as as you're speaking, I'm thinking about a few years ago. I went to my nephew's school and it was right across the street diagonally from Lincoln Hospital, and I was appalled that I went to walk in and had an appointment, and I think it was the principal who said, oh, no, you you can't come in. You have to wait. And I had to stand there outside and wait until I was cleared to come in when I had an appointment. I, I hear you, Peter, if it's a matter of saving lives, then, yes, it should be considered but I do understand that, that we should look at this a couple of different ways. Arthur, Arthur, that is. Uh, let's go to Arthur in Morristown, New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Arthur, are you with me? Okay, Arthur's not with me. Let's go to Carmine in Westchester. Good morning, Carmine. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, good morning. Always nice to hear your voice. Thank you. Thank you. Go right ahead, Carmine. Uh, Dominic, I'm a crossing guard at an elementary school. And ever since Wednesday, especially Wednesday, what the police have worked out as far as their presence 
in and around the school for the day. It really is wonderful. It's a great feeling. The parents like it. Of course, it's for the children. And I like it, too. No, I love it. But, Dominic, this is not the way to live. I feel that society is sinking, really. There's, there seems to be no reverence for the preciousness of life, the sanctity of life. And uh, if I may, I also want to tell you something that... Just quickly, Carmine, well, I'm almost completely out of time. Will do, Dominic. Thank you. Okay. Dominic, no one is talking about the teacher who propped open the door... Okay. That allowed him to get in. Okay. I, I wish I, somebody I, would mention that. Carmine, I hear you, and I, I will try my best to deal with that tomorrow. Folks, it is Memorial Day. Please remember our veterans and those that make the ultimate sacrifice for us. Coming up in for Frank Morano is Curtis Lewa, the other side of midnight, right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Saving money on everything for your next project at Menards. It doesn't matter what job you're up against. Works, cordless power tools, and lawn equipment have the power for you to get the job done faster and easier. The PowerShare 20-volt batteries run longer on a single charge, and they can be used with other tools. Check out Menards' entire selection of works, cordless power tools, and lawn equipment. Plus the weekly flyer today on Menards.com. Save money. 